Hello and welcome. I'm Caroline Moore, and today we are chatting lifestyles with television host and personality Dawson Davidson. Hello, hello. Thank you for being here. Oh, uh, it's my honor. Thank you for letting me be here. <laughs> now, Dawson, you wear many hats. You're a spin instructor. Yes. You're a tech student. I'm a tech student. You're on tech student government. Yes. And you are a national title holder for poultry exhibition. Yes, yes. And I'm a settlement agent in my day job, which that's boring, but I'm selling these houses left and right. Oh, my gosh. Well, let's dive in first to the chickens. Okay. So you basically showcase chickens. Yes. How did you get into that? Well... I've always been in the ag world. That's just been in my blood. We've lived on farms. I'm born and raised Cookville, down in the honky-tonk, but not really like that country. I'm kind of like classy country. So I No had, shame either way. No shame either way, but you know, you know who I am. So I had ducks to begin with when I was younger, and I was all about it. We had a pond, and then I decided to get into 4-H in Capshaw. That kind of launched it just for me. They do a chick chain project, which is where you get chicks in the mail, you raise them, and then you sell them at an auction. So it kind of just snowballed, trickled from getting chicks in the mail to me being this over-the-top shower across the country chicken person. So why chickens out of all the animals? Honestly, I have no idea because I started with <laughs> cows. But they're too big and too stubborn for me. I like dainty. I can hold a chicken in my arm. If the chicken gets mad, you just bop it on the head. It sits on the table. If a cow gets mad, you're going to be face first in the dirt getting drug across the county line. Okay. So I had to have the chickens. But also the chicken world from when I jumped in it was hot on the market. It was kind of like a phase where everyone wanted chickens, more like a backyard scene. Mm-hmm. So when I got into the exhibition world, I kind of knew just from the way it was kind of working for me, I could make a career out of it if I played my cards right. Okay. So would you call yourself a farmer or a groomer or an expeditionist? No, I consider myself an agriculture advocate just because I am in the agriculture world. I'm an agribusiness major at tech, but I'm not a farmer. And I always like to make sure people who are maybe not in that world know the right terminology because a farmer is someone who lives on a large plot of land growing crops or raising many, many heads of livestock. And I'm more like a hobby farmer, which is a small amount of birds or any kind of animal. And we just do it for a sideline fun kind of thing. Okay. How many chickens do you own? Okay, I own 13 right now. Okay. But when I got started... It was just confessions of a shopaholic. I had 200, and I was for sure that crazy person like, oh, you got 200 chickens? I would open the door, and it would be the gates of Noah's Ark, just like (laughs) flooding out with birds and everything. So I really had to tone it down, and when I started getting serious, serious into the show world, I said, okay, quality over quantity. And I ended up shipping in five birds from the UK, a special breeder. It was like a year-long process, thousands of do- thousands of dollars. But after that process was over, that like for sure catapulted me. After I got rid of the two hundred and got my five, that is what put my name on the map in the show world. Well, no wonder you're selling houses and spinning. You got to pay for all them chickens. Exactly. When I tell people, it's just like showing a dog or something like that, especially in the livestock world. Everyone connotates a cow or a horse being, oh, well, you've got the money in the cows and the horses. But chickens, if you're going to do it right, they can be really expensive. 
Right. I'm Caroline Moore, and I'm talking to Dawson Davidson all about his chicken showcasing. Um, so is there a certain species that you showcase, or is it more just about grooming them and making them all pretty? Well, it's not really a species as much as it is a breed. Everybody okay. can pick their own breed, but I raise Buff Orpingtons, and specifically their UK bloodline. UKs are fatter, fluffier. You know, everybody wants that Kim K booty. Well, I got the fluffy <laughs> Kim K chicken nuggets in the back. So that's what I like. But I also love the way they look in the yard. Very classy, elegant. Um, so that's just, it just goes there for everybody. Usually there's the big country guys from the holler at the chicken shows with the super small, like Pepsi size canned chicken. And then there's the young five-year-old girl who's got the chicken by its legs and it's 15 pounds and she's dragging it on the floor. So that's usually how it goes. It's kind of like a dog looks like their owner. Well, same thing. Now, do you... The chickens all have the same coat. Is that what you call it? A coat or feathers? No, there's over 500 different color varieties, feather textures. There's some chickens that have a molecule that doesn't develop in the egg, and they have like a shredded feather, and they're called a silky. A lot of people who are influencers have a silky just, you know, flaunt a little bit. But it just depends on what you want. The patterned chickens are way more harder to breed in a solid color, so it just you have to play your card. Now, what's your typical day like? Do you have to get up really early and take care of them? Well, my chickens have been retired for like a year now because okay. when I got in college, I said, I'm going to have to pick or choose. I'm either going to be the grand dame diva at the chicken shows, destroying <laughs> all the poor little kids, you know, hopes and dreams, or I'm going to go to college. My parents needed me to go to college. So when I had the chickens and it was like full show circuit time, I would wake up, I'd go outside, they're on a super high quality feed diet, feed the chickens, water the chickens, clean the barn once a week. And before the show, it would be baths, blow drying, nail spa, face creams, hairspray, all the stuff. Face creams? Yes. Is there a chicken face cream or do you just put... um... No, no, Vaseline, (laughs) grease it up. They're just lucky it ain't Crisco. Oh, my gosh. And how many do you take to a show? And where are the shows? All over the country. I really just did the Southeast. So Kentucky down, Arkansas over was my little circle. But um, really, you can take as many as you want. You just have to pay an entry fee. But the more you take, that means the more you have to groom. So you really don't want to take 45 chickens and then you're spending eight days washing chickens. Right. And the more room you need to have in the truck or Oh, we got a trailer. The trailer says Roosters and Racing. My brother does motocross. It's a fabulous trailer because if we're going to do it, and here's the deal. People don't know this, but chicken people are flashy. And when you go to the chicken shows, they're rolling up in a Cadillac Escalade or a Porsche SUV with their trailer, and it's embroidered with their chicken name on the front, and they are here to play. They do not come in there to play any games. What, What do you mean by chicken name? Like their farm name. Oh, okay. Fancy Feather Farm, Barbara and Bill's Feather Menagerie, something like that. And here they roll in. Everybody sets up a table when you get there. Blow dryer's ready. It's 45 people lined up in a line. Your chicken's on the table. And we are aquanetting and everything, that chicken. That was, but I was really known, besides for me winning, I was really known for grooming. My chickens, they were trained like no other. I set that chicken on the table. It did not move. And I had that Aquanet and that hairspray and that comb, and we were making it work. Wow. I know. I should have been in hairspray part two because them chickens (laughs) would have worked it out.
Well, we've got to hear more about how to train your chicken okay. right after the break with Dawson Davidson. And we're back. I'm Caroline Moore, and today we are chatting lifestyles with television host and personality Dawson Davidson. So glad to be here. He wears many hats, including a, a poultry exhibitionist. Yeah. And before the break, you were talking about how you trained your chickens. Yes. Can you tell me how you train a chicken? I didn't know they were trainable. They are trainable, and they're a lot trainable to a degree that I never touched. But really, I just worked with them every day so that they would be presentable. They'd sit on that table. They wouldn't move. Because when the judge comes up and takes your chicken out of the cage, and he, let me here's a PSA to all the listeners who don't know anything about the chicken world. We don't walk them on leashes. I probably have gotten that question 300 times. <laughs> Are you walking them on leashes out there in the middle of the... No, no, no. So the judge comes and he takes your bird and he examines them and feels the bones and the meat and all that stuff. Well, I wanted my bird to be calm and used to the judge touching them because there's a lot of chickens and sometimes it's just the breed, but the judge comes in there and it's a hot sack of potatoes. That thing is up in the air, on the floor, down the hallway, and I hate that. And then you get counted off for it. So I really wanted to be on. I'm all about the pageant life and I'm into pageants hardcore. So if I'm going to be in the chicken pageant, it's going to be Grand Supreme. Listen, you put flippers on those little chickens. Oh, we're putting the flippers, stilettos, and the aquanet, and we're hitting the street. <laughs> Down to Chattahoochee for the chicken show. Yep. Are you like the the dog trainers? Do you have like feed in your hands or whatever? Do, what I had treats? treats. Mealworms. They're all about the mealworms, but they're dead. I don't know if that's better or worse. <laughs> they're dead, but my chickens being large and in charge, okay. chunky yet funky. They like bread. So okay. I would always have like a roll, a yeast roll or something, okay. and they would go crazy. You get that Hawaiian as a special treat. <laughs> well, they loved like a O'Charlie's. Oh, I love those rolls. Exactly. <laughs> now, you're 20 years old. 20. Is that like young for the exhibition world or? Now that I'm 20, it's not young. When I started, I was 14. I got chickens when I was 13. Okay. But I started showing I was 14. That was young. And also, I'm very competitive. If I smell blood in the water, it's game over. So when I, like, really dived in it and was going to do it, it was unheard of for people my age to do so well so quickly because I had never raised chickens before I kind of dived in head first. So I had a really great run when I was in it to win it. Are y'all, like, being passive-aggressive with each other at the pageants? Are you smiling and acting real nice, but, like, well, through your teeth? I was always very nice to everybody because there was a lot of backstage cattiness and, like, oh, Ella Sue, she done got that chicken for $15, and it's up here trying to win the show. So there was a lot of that, but I would always just make sure that chicken was being carried as wide as a hot cake. When I was winning and I would take it, you know, you would move your chicken from the cage it was in to the grand champion row. So I would just walk that thing down there like a fresh poodle. They wouldn't know what to think. But really, being nice will take you farther than being catty, especially in the show world. So I was always nice. Of course. It, yeah. can, it can get you a long way. You got to sure says anything. Exactly. Yes. I'm Caroline Moore, and I'm here with Dawson Davidson talking all about the 
poultry showcase world. Yes. But you said you retired from that for now? Yes, I still have chickens and I'm still a big part of the ag world. On the same at the same time I was showing chickens and building that career, I was very involved with FFA in high school and did extremely, extremely well for the state of Tennessee in that. So I was building my career, my actual career while I had a chicken career. So yes, that's what I'm doing. And now you're at tech. Now I'm at tech. I'm an agribusiness major. I'm the public relations director for student government. I am a president's ambassador. I just do all kinds of stuff. And do you love being in school? Okay. Politically correct pageant answer. I love Tennessee Tech. It is my favorite place to be. Now, if we're going to talk like the talk talk... School is just really hard for me to get into, not because I don't like what I'm studying and like the atmosphere, but it's so hard. Even though I'm an ag business major, it is so hard. And also, I know what I want to do. And a lot of the time, people in my career field, if they like get to be what they really, truly believe they can be, they don't go to college. They just hop right into it in the television broadcast world and they go for it. But... My parents want me to go to college, and I do think that I can get a lot of good opportunities and build myself up if I stay in college. So I'm there, and I do love Tennessee Tech, and I love all the organizations, but the schoolwork part can, like, hit the back burner. (laughs) Well, it's got to be frustrating when you have already experienced so much so much success in the career that you already intend to go into. Right. So I know that you you probably feel like this is just a detour. Well, see, it is, and I do feel like that a lot of the time. And a business major who was talking to me before I went to tech, she was like, why aren't you going to be ag communications? And I said, well, honestly, I can get more out of an ag business degree because I've already done 13 times more what an ag communications major will do in their entire span at tech as far as internships or experience working on a radio or a TV show. So... It's kind of like been there, done that. I just had to get the slip of paper and cartwheel off that stage. And <laughs> hallelujah, Dawson graduated. Yes. And speaking of all the opportunities that you've already had, um, the, actually, the first time I ever saw you was in a YouTube video oh, here we go. that your mom showed me. Yeah. Because I met your mom before you. Yes. And she said, oh, my gosh, let me show you this video of my son, Dawson. Yeah. He was on P. Allen Smith's. P. Allen Smith. YouTube. If y'all don't know who P. Allen Smith is, he's a very famous kind of agriculture garden. Lifestyle garden. Lifestyle. Male Martha Stewart. Yes. yes. He's on PBS. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a, a pretty substantial YouTube presence as well. So how did you get to meet him? And you have an entire video of your own. He's not even in the video with you. Nope. But it's got his name stamped on it, so yes. I'm there. I met P. Allen Smith at the National Chicken Show when it was in the southeastern region in Knoxville, Tennessee. I was about to pee my pants when I saw him. <laughs> He's big in the chicken world, has been forever. And my dad went up to him actually to introduce me just because I was so nervous to speak to him. And I guess just by the strain of luck, he noticed a lot of potential in me and invited me to come to one of his workshops on his plantation in Arkansas And I went, I sat front row, and he was like, why don't you come and host the workshop next season for 4-H'ers? And I did that for four years, five different workshops. And then my last time working a workshop, 
I filmed the CBS episode. Right. And it has thousands of views online. But so many. It also aired. It aired. It's aired multiple times. I still have some people who watch it. If it comes on really early in the morning, like mm-hmm. a rerun, they say there Dawson was with that chicken and bathing that chicken in the tub. You, okay, y'all, he doesn't just bathe it. He blow dries it. Yeah. Well, it's a full process. It's a pampering <laughs> You know, it's a big deal. They're going hot stone massage. They're going in for it. (laughs) Well, I can't wait to talk more about Dawson and a few of the other things he's up to here in the Upper Cumberland right after the break. And we're back. I'm Caroline Moore. And today we are chatting lifestyles with television host and personality Dawson Davidson. We're back. Hi. Hello. So, Dawson, you mentioned that you are on the Tennessee Tech student government. Yeah. What is your specific role? I am the public relations director, so that's my official role. I'm on the executive cabinet, but I also am kind of over a committee inside student government when we have meetings, since it's actually like a Senate meeting. I'm over student affairs. I'm the president of that committee, but it's not really my official position. Okay. Do you have to do a huge campaign for this? Yes and no. If you want to be a senator or if you're running for an actual position, president, treasurer, all that stuff, you have to campaign. You have to get so many signatures, that kind of deal. But if you're going to be on the cabinet, whoever wins the student body president selects the cabinet. So this year, Aaron Lair, student body president, he selected me to be in charge of that position. Okay. Yes. So what all does your job entail? I'm over all social media accounts. Anytime we're at an event and we have some kind of public face Showing students or showing us to anybody, I'm there promoting it. Okay. Now, my family and I, we went walking through tech a mm-hmm. few months ago. We just had free time. What else are you going to do in a pandemic? So Hello. we just walked around campus. <laughs> it was something for us to do because we ran out of things to talk about. Uh-huh. And so we walked around campus and we saw posters that y'all were having, uh, like Chloe Feynman from SNL and mm-hmm. Jonathan Van Ness, yeah. um, I guess, online. Yeah. Are you part of people that? Books that or how is that? I am not part of the people who book Jerry Keaton. He's in the office of students. He gets to pick all those things. Student government has a pretty great budget. But see, usually we have a huge concert in the hoop and it's one artist that comes and does that kind of thing. Because of COVID this year, we said we're going to do everything digitally. Obviously, we can't have big crowds. And we decided to it's more affordable this year to pick multiple talents. And we did a lot of comedians instead of one big artist because it's not as fun to watch someone sing on the cam- you know on the computer and then you're just it's over and you close the laptop and what did we just do yeah so <laughs> you can actually interact with the comedians and i think they turned out great we're going to have a lot more this semester so i think they'll be fabulous fun and you mentioned you got to talk to nicole Byer. nicole i got to interview her she's hilarious she's very nice and she also has a great personality to just chit chat with mm-hmm. um some of the people we interviewed who will not be named they're kind of like dry as a stale cracker and you just talk to them and you're like, well, you're supposed to be funny or you're supposed to like make it cute. And they were just Pfft. so. Yeah. But everyone is nice in their own way. Nicole's just fabulous. Yes. I mean, I love her podcast. So I'm so glad you got to she talk to her. She was super cool just to chit chat with. And she also went to college and was in a bunch of clubs. So she was very relatable to a lot of the students who were listening. She understands. She understands. <laughs> now, what has been the biggest challenge for student government this year? Definitely student interaction. Student government, we love to be the voice of the students. That's why we're there. That's why we're elected. But this year, no one's there. Yeah. Everyone's online. We're still, we have meetings in person. Everyone's socially distanced and wearing a mask. But it's just hard to actually hear from students or kind of get a feel for how the semester's going because no one's there. 
So we've done a lot of new things. One of the big initiatives we've rolled out this year is Mental Health Matters. We debuted it this week. But it's just mental health is a big issue, and a lot of students face issues with mental health, especially when a pandemic's going on. You're at home. Oh, my gosh. School I can't stress. Imagine. I'm sure professors have a lot of it, too. So we're just kind of to create awareness, and that's our big on-campus campaign that we did this week. Fabulous. Yes. I'm, I'm Caroline Moore, and I am here chatting with Dawson Davidson. We're back. We are back. Um, you mentioned that you are a spin instructor. I'm a spin instructor. Not a Peloton but I'm on that level. How did you get into spin instruction? I feel like you're so busy. How do you even make time I, to learn I, and teach? I have always been busy. I'm always busy. I have something 15 times of the day. It's, <laughs> it's, it always has been, ever since high school. But I know my voice may sound you know, loud and southern on this radio, but I'm known for being the pretty one. So I've never really had to be good at one thing, even though I've been fabulous because I've always been the pretty one. So they got in touch with me. To be kind of like a face for the promotion. One of my friends from WCTE was going to be an instructor, and he's like, let's get Dawson to be in some pictures. Well, then I'm in there, and they love my personality, and they say, why don't you audition to be an instructor? I said, well, I have never done fitness in my life, but I get on that bike and do a cartwheel and spin my hair around, and they lived. So here I am a year later on the bike. Spinning and twirling and kicking, and they love it. Do you get to pick your own playlist? I make my own playlist. I choreograph my own playlist, which is one thing that we love about being where we are. Some things that Peloton is a well-known cycling institute that you have a bike at your house, but they, mm-hmm. people don't know. They're choreographed, and they send those instructors the choreography. So they just have to learn it, and then they teach it on the screen. They obviously they make a lot more money than I do here, but I get to make my own choreography, make my own playlist, and kind of tailor it to the people in my class. Wow. You Do you consider yourself an artist? Because between showcasing chickens... No, I'm and, not an artist. I, listen, you're curating playlists, you're choreographing fitness routines, you're putting Vaseline on chickens. Well, I'm really hoping all these skills one day kind of like roll together and I get to actually be the next Martha Stewart. I'm just kind of hoping these all piece together sometime in the future. I bet they will. And that was kind of my next question. How do you want to use all these skills and, and put them all together? What is your dream job or just your ideal typical day even? I know those are big questions. My dream job, if I'm just going to be fully honest, I want to be a lifestyle host, but also an agriculture advocate for people who may not be in that realm, but, you know, classy agriculture. So we're not going to be down there wrestling pigs. We're going to be making little piggy napkin rings or something like that. So I would love to be similar to P. Allen Smith, Martha Stewart, but maybe have a little bit of reality in there because my family's crazy and I always get into all kinds of foolishness. And people who know my family in Cookville, they're like, <laughs> why do you not have a reality show? Because my dad is crazy and my mom is very sweet. Christian little country lady from Overton County and my family just gets into all kinds of foolishness so they want to watch us it's very much like the hillbilly version of the Chrisleys at the Davidson household so and you know it's funny Yankees would probably call the Chrisleys hillbilly but the Chrisleys are like the cream of the crop in Nashville really fancy to us yeah down here in the swamp you New Yorkers they are very high class (laughs) all right now before we go I have a lightning round of questions for you. Let's do it. One, are chickens smart? Yes. Okay. What is your favorite breed of chicken? Favorite breed? Probably I'm partial to the one I raised, Buff Orpingtons. Okay. What's your least favorite? 
Oh, a Seabright. They're just little and they fly everywhere and they're loud too much. Got it. Do you eat chicken? Absolutely. KFC VIP membership. Don't get it twisted. And where can people find you online? All over. I'm on Instagram, Dawson Davidson. I'm on Twitter, but my biggest platforms are Instagram and Facebook. Fabulous. And I will also post Dawson on my Instagram. So if y'all follow me, I'm at Caroline Moore, M-O-O-O-R-E. I'll be posting all the guests that I have here. Um, So thank you so much, Dawson. Yes, thank you for having me, my friend. I had a blast. Thanks for chatting with me. And I hope y'all have a great rest of the week.